ancient reading from the fable of Scourge, a world where words turn whispers in the air to unleash stories and shadows of days long gone from hell's lair. A world where brothers fight brothers, where blood runs thicker than nightmares, where screams of mortals in war are filled with pain and despair. A world where being thankful is filled with a thirst for blood and taste of flesh. Grimoire, grimoire, rise from the depths. Damn these souls to our pages through dying breath. season has been a blast this year and it is that time of the season to do character appreciation month and i am super stoked to have my first guest on for the season miss michaela myers you may know her she is the uh the opening girl for grimoire one of my favorite mazes this season but you've had a long like haunt history going back even before grimoire but we're going to talk a little bit about grimoire today and i want to dive a little bit into your Haunt history, but uh, Michaela, how how has haunt season been for you so far? It's been it's been a journey. <laughs> it's been really good. It's been exciting. It's my first year at Knotts, and I've been blessed and honored to play Sammy in the Grimoire, and it's been great. I mean, besides you know the little bumps in the road along the way, it's been awesome. I mean, like I said, Grimoire this year was probably one of my favorite mazes of all time. And I remember the excitement you had when I when I walked through and and, and got to film the POV with with you in it, um, and, and just just going through that maze. That was literally a maze that, you know, when I walked through it, I was like, this feels like an episode of the Twilight Zone. Like this really does. This this feels awesome. Like you're going through different time periods in this maze. I mean, you're you're diving deep into the book of the Green Witch, the Grimoire itself, which you you actually see as an Easter egg in um, in Origins, and, and you're just kind of seeing where this book has gone throughout the years. Where we pick back up last with the book, obviously, is going to be uh, throughout the decades. But we see this story mostly takes place in the 80s. Uh, how was that to, to to bring that character to life and, and to really kind of live that like 80s vibe and stuff? Honestly. Um, I was nervous at first because I got the character. I didn't know anything about it because you know how Knotts is. Um, and I I saw Sammy and at first I was kind of like, oh no, like, I don't know. I've never played a victim character. I've never been a human at a haunt. So I was very nervous, but um, getting to play this character and being in the 80s, which is one of my favorite time periods of like music and stuff was great. And it is great. And I'm glad to be bringing it to life as best as possible because I know it's the first year but I think it's great I was nervous but honestly I'm having so much fun with it I mean that's all we you know we really can do to you know is just have some fun I mean because that's haunt season comes like what two months of the year and I'm glad to see you're having fun with it I mean there's been constant uh like memes about certain like movements that you've done in the past which I thought were hilarious and um just to see you play this role is really cool. I got to actually first see you scare uh, last year at Castle Dark, um, and that was a lot of fun. We had never gone out there, and we went out there, and we had a blast doing that one. 
Uh, you gave us some really good footage then. You still give us good footage now. So it's it's just a an honor to see you guys go out there and do it. For the, for some reason this year, though, like I've noticed this across the haunts all across the board that are in SoCal, the energy level is, is on a whole new level compared to what it was last year. And I'm, like, just super shocked to see – how this year has been honestly because it's it's like 2021 was like the soft opening comeback and now 2022 is like let's show them what we have now like how is it feeling like especially opening a new maze like how is that energy kind of uh transformed over into that maze and 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 with the rest of the park i mean you see it every single week in these at the park it's just it's an it's amazing so how does that energy transform for you guys in grimoire i would say the energy um I think it's just the excitement of being able to come back and because 2021 was a rough year, you know, um, a lot of haunts weren't getting a lot of um, people coming in, which was weird because you'd think like after 2020, everyone was super excited to come in, but it was a little slower for me, at least personally, but the energy that um, we have a lot of new people, actually, a lot of first years in our maze, including myself. And we're just all really excited to be a part of Grimoire and opening something so important to Knots. And it's super exciting. So every day we come in, um, whether we're tired and don't even want to be there (laughs) for some people. And we just have a blast, honestly. And I think that for me, I never, I personally am always excited to go in. So for me, the energy is just always there, whether it's doing something kind of stupid but really funny or just scaring in general it's it's always top tier at least in grimoire i would say we're a very tight-knit cast i mean like i said this maze really did a lot for me at least you know i mean this was probably in my top five walkthroughs of all time for 2022 this year and uh you know just seeing the the, the scene transitions from color in the 80s and at a campsite to like you ended up in this house and like black and white and then you going further into black and white as far as you know going into uh other portions of this house as far as like the dining room you know the bedrooms you know to see all these different transformations of of one book you know during the war and stuff which was really cool and, and to go eventually back to where it all you know it all transformed it was like you opened the book we're going through flashback memories and then we go back to present time and and all hell is broken loose. And and this kind of sets an opening. It leaves an opening obviously. And you, you, like you said, you're a part of something that's going to be pretty big for the next, it seems like for the next coming years at not scary farm, uh, especially next year being the 50th and them kind of unraveling this story kind of just opened up a new chapter as to what's going to happen with the ghost town story with the not story overall for the 50th. Um, and, and just to go through that and see that as a fan is nuts. How was it, uh, like, you know, working it as, as a fan, you know, to see all this stuff kind of come to life and then kind of understanding the maze uh, more and more every single night? How is it kind of getting you hyped for the 50th? Honestly, from uh, day one, when we started Scare School, they, John and Gus really broke it down for us, explaining everything about this maze, which was beautiful. We walked through, did our first walkthrough. And they told us the story as we were walking through and they were kind of explaining to us things about, you know, 50th and all that stuff. And it was crazy. I was so hyped to know like what we were actually being a part of and what we were bringing to life. And they did a beautiful job and I'm just so happy to be a part of it. And I think that next year is going to be super big and I'm super excited for that. Uh, I mean, this 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 was easily, like I said, this was a great comeback year for a lot of people. This was a lot of fun, new mazes, 
as you go, expanded storylines on, on scare zones and whatnot, which was really cool. I mean, Goring 20s has really been killing it this year. I've seen all these other scare zones, Carnival, Hollow's final year, they've been killing it out there. Ghost Town is out there killing it. Forsaken Lake's out there killing it. And you you guys and Bloodline are the two new, uh, the new pieces of the puzzle. Uh, so that's been a lot of cool to see, like, what those mazes have become and, and transformed throughout the season as far as, like, things that got cut or things that are still there, and, and it's cool to see that a lot of the story is still there. I mean, that's one of my favorite things is to every year to see when the maze starts compared to how it finishes. And, you know, I've gone through Grimoire now many times, and I've seen where it started to where it's at now, and it's just like every time I've gone through it, it's just gotten better and better, and you guys have upped the game. So thank you guys so much for doing that and bringing this kid's uh, fantasy Twilight Zone maze to life. That's how I've been kind of looking at it because I've wanted a Twilight Zone maze for so long, and this is the closest I've gotten so far. So Knott's is hitting all the, the right uh, nails in the coffin, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it, it's it's been a great season. And uh, now I want to go back a little bit about your backstory coming up into the haunt world. Uh, where did all? What age did it all start for you for your love for Halloween, for haunts? And, and when did you go to your first haunt? Um, it all started actually when I was, for real, started when I was eight. Um, my dad, he used to work at Not Scary Farm in the Hollows, or not the Hollows, CS first, and then Ghost Town. Um, and he did a home haunt one day. And I went to a trunk or treat event and I came home and he pretended to kidnap me because they were doing a home haunt. And that's where it all started. And I worked my first haunt. It's going to sound really bad. I worked my first haunt when I was 10 years old at Scream Kingdom with my dad. Um, he signed a permission slip and everything. And that's where it started. And from there, I just worked haunt after haunt with him by my side, um, signing very many permission slips, a lot of release forms. But it was great. And I'm glad. So this will be my this is my 10th year, actually, of haunt. And I wouldn't have wanted to spend it any other way. 10 years down the road. Wow. And you've been doing this since you were literally 10 years old. Yeah. Uh, 10 years later, now you're at, you're at, you're opening a maze at Knott's. And that's just, that's got to mean, that's got to mean something, especially your dad coming from Knott's and everything. On your 10th year, you're opening one of the biggest mazes that's going to contribute to the 50 year anniversary story. And many years down the road, people will talk about this one and stuff like that. That must be just an an accomplishment of its own right there, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it means the world to me, and it means a lot to my dad, too, so that's what's important. Over the years, you said you've gotten a scare with your dad. What, what kind of different roles and, and whatnot would you you and your dad uh, do together? It sounds like you guys had a really good father-daughter bond, so talk a little bit about that. I mean, it's how, it, it kind of shows that it has only strengthened you to get where you're at now. Yeah, so I started as a um, possessed child in a onesie, and he was a doctor. We asylum maze together. And um, we took those characters actually over to RC Haunt. And we did that for um, the back end of one season. And then we took the same characters over to Coffin Creek. And we did that there. Uh, From there, we did Sinister Point. um, Took the same characters over to Sinister Point. Um, A lot of characters, we took the same ones because it just worked so well. And then after that, we ended up... um, at 17th door for a very short amount of time sadly and unfortunately because we had other things that we had to do it was really far out of our way but I was playing Paula and he was um I forget what it's called but it was some sort of you know prisoner oh god sort of and I know it's 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 
scary. It got spooky in here. It's haunted. <laughs> but um, yeah, we did that. And then after that, it was a lot of possessed child. And he played a, he was like an all black character with like a bird looking face in, um, at Sinister Point at one point. Um, and then I was a possessed child again. I think I've always played a possessed child. It kind of goes full circle besides at Castle Dark because now I'm still a possessed child, just a human human form of a possessed child. So yeah, I for me, I've basically been a possessed child this whole time. I didn't even really think about that until right now. 10 years of, of possessing a child. There you go right there. Possessed yeah. child for 10 years. <laughs> I mean, even still, you're getting possessed in Grimoire in the beginning too. So I mean... Yeah. Possessed child, yeah. It's like you're getting possessed because you open the book and you're seeing. I mean, what I what I depict it as is you seeing the the stuff that we are about to see once we go through that tent. That's what I predict is happening at that point. I mean, I, there, there's so many people that have walked out of this maze like, what the hell did I just walk through? After going through it so many times, I'm like, dude, this is a clear story of the witch's book and what is where it's been throughout the decades and where it's going to end up next year. That's all I, that's all, that's, I mean, it's simple as that for me, at least. I mean, there's probably more to it than that, but the, the simple version is this is a big setup for the 50th and I'm, I'm for it. So, I mean, you know, I mean, that's, it's really cool to see that you've, you've kind of grown your way into now an adult, possessed adult. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm still playing a possessed 15 year old child, I'm, you know, I, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, with my size and stature, I guess I'll probably always be a child character, which I'm okay with. I'm having fun with it. As long as I guess <laughs> I get to be possessed, then it's great. I mean, that sounds great. So let's talk a little bit about Castle Dark. This is the first event I ever saw you at. I, I saw you uh, kind of wandering around the streets, just having a ball and whatnot. Uh, talk to me about your time at Castle Dark. Like, what, what, what did you do? What things did you do? Were you there for many years, or was that a one-and-done season? Uh, how was the experience over at Castle Dark? So I started there in 2019. So I was there for three, oh wait, yeah, three years. I was there for three years. Um, I was 17 when I started. So I was labeled as atmospheric talent, but you know, I still got to do scares and stuff, but I started as the lady in white. um, And I stayed as the lady in white all the way until I finished out the last season with them. And it was great. It was my first experience being on like a street position and, um, I got to really like rebuild that character because I know they'd had it in the past, but this was the first time they really like went full force with the haunt. And I got to like create and grow with that character, which was really special to me personally, because I started with just kind of being gagged. I wasn't allowed to talk to figuring out how to make being gagged like a whole thing with like screeching and stuff like that. And I found out that I could do that, which I didn't even know I could do that until then. And it was great. I, I miss it a lot. Um, I made a lot of great friends there and a lot of family that actually are now at Knott's with me still. And it was a great experience. I loved playing the Lady in White. It was great. I remember our first interaction with you in 2021. Uh, we were in line for one of the, the circus-themed maze at, at, over there, and it was like you coming out and you had some stuff in your mouth that was just dripping out. And I was just laughing so hard at that. Cause like some other people in front of us were kind of like disgusted by it. And we're over here trying to get our cameras in your face just to get that on, on film while the other people are being disgusted by it. So I just remember having a fun time going. I, I remember you being one of the highlight characters. I think you've been in a couple of my thumbnails for a couple castle dark videos. So just to see uh, your character and, and to see how they, they do things over there was a ton of fun. 
and, and I re we really had a great time last year. We, we, we made the most out of, out of what we had, and, and it was a lot of fun. Um, going on to the 2022 season, you get cast in Grimoire. Um, how was it the audition process for you this season? I know they changed it up a ton um, for, for a lot of people and, and whatnot. It was under a, a new management and whatnot. So it was something different, something new. Everyone was fair game this time around. Uh, how was the audition process for you? Were you very nervous going into it? Or did you think like, man, I, I think I might got this one in the bag? Honestly, I was super nervous. I didn't know what to expect because I heard that it had changed. It was unlike your regular, like, act like you're in a blender or your body is filling up with razor blades. It was very specific and to the point what they wanted us to portray. And so I was super nervous going in. I remember standing in, like, the little line queue waiting, and I was, like, shaking. Everyone's like, oh, I've been here before. I've worked here before. And I was like, I had no idea what to expect and what to do. And then I was right in the front row with a panel of people, and I was – it made me like so sick to my stomach. But then after walking out, um, I felt like I had nailed it. And then my, I found out my sticker was in my hair. Like my number um, had somehow ended up off my clothing and tangled into my hair. And I was like freaked out. I was like, oh no, what if I'm not going to be casted because my sticker was in my hair. And then uh, Tim was actually there, I think taking measurements. And he was like, no, no, don't worry. We have your picture and your name and your number. You'll be all good. So I walked out with a smile on my face and I was, I felt like I nailed it in the bag. And I think from what I got, I, I nailed it for, for what I was expecting at least. I mean, to be in, in opening a Grimoire, man, that must, that must be awesome. I mean, to open a maze in general must be huge for anybody, um, especially you going with the history of your dad working there and whatnot and then kind of continuing that legacy, which is really cool. Um, so you get the call. You get the email, whatever you got, you got it, and they gave you the green light. You're you're in, not scary farm. But did they tell you where you're in yet? Because they want to keep this new one secretive, or is was it a while until you waited till you got into that role? Like, how did that work with with the new maze? I've never really talked to anyone who's ever opened something like this. So when they gave me the call, they couldn't tell me what location I was in what the name of the maze was. Um, the only thing she gave me is, your name is Sammy. And I was like, okay, um, I don't know what that means. Um, like a little girl's name. So I had assumed that I was a possessed child again. I was correct. But um, yeah, they, they just told me that my name was Sammy. And they were like, you'll find out more later. And then with our paperwork and stuff, um, we still didn't get the name of the maze, which I believe the, the code name was Chopper. Um, so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I didn't know we did code names. So I was like, Chopper, that's really interesting. I, I, I don't know what this is, could be about. And um, I didn't know for a very long time. It was like a waiting game of just all I knew is my name was Sammy. And I thought the maze name was called Chopper. I didn't even know what location because, you know, you could see the builds, but didn't know what. <laughs> Man, that, I mean, that, that, that gives me throwback to Devil's Den. 3D, like just to see those code names and whatnot. That's so much fun. That's that's always a lot of fun to try to figure out what it is, going into it being very secretive and whatnot. Um, then the time comes, they finally release the trailer for the uh, the final maze for Not Scary Farm, which is entitled The Grimoire. 
Um, when you first saw this trailer, were, did you have a ton of questions? And then you kind of did it kind of make a little bit more sense to you now that you knew this was what you were going in, or like how did it work for you? Like, did you already start coming up with things, uh, concepts, and stuff maybe for the character? I was driving and I received like ten messages from people saying, "Oh my gosh, look at this, look at this," and and I was like, "What's happening right now?" So I pulled over immediately and I watch it and. Um, I see a girl who looks very similar to me. Her name, I believe, is Mackenzie. And she played that character, Sammy, in the commercial. And I was like, I was like, oh. And then I saw the description and I was like, I was like, three kids, okay. And I was like, oh, that's my character. And watching it at first, I was very, very confused. Um, all I gathered was a book, two, two, three kids, and some weird like flashbacks happening. And then um I started to like piece it together and I was like, okay. And I started thinking about like everything that it could be and what it was going to be. I didn't know that I would be in the pre-show going into it. So I had a lot of ideas, but like over time I've been able to like implement those ideas. So it was really cool. I was very confused at first though. I mean, it, it was a confusing trailer because I remember even looking at it and being like, what the hell? I, I knew it was going to be an 80s themed, but then I knew we'd be doing some time traveling, obviously with all the scenes that we saw that were black and white and that kind of 80s vibe and whatnot. I think I love what I love most about this maze, too, and you might be getting annoyed by it, but I love it every time, is, is to hear the various uh, 80s tracks that they picked out for this uh, for this maze. I'm pretty sure you know every lyric by heart at this point because they, you know, you're hearing them on a nightly basis, like probably like six, seven hours a night. You know, it's it's uh, it's a booming, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a vibe, but... Uh, what was it kind of getting the feel of, of to, to, to be, to put yourself in the 80s? Did you have to do any, did, for you, were you watching any movies that were 80s based? Or did you already have like a, a good knowledge of the 80s that you were like, I got this in the bag, man. I, I, I can do this. Honestly, I went through, in my sophomore year of high school, I went through a weird 80s phase. Um, I dressed like I was in the 80s. I watched 80s movies and I listened to 80s music. I don't even know why. I couldn't tell you. So when. I found out this was 80s themed and I saw like my costume and I tried it on for the first time. I was so excited. I, I was like, this is what I wanted in high school, but I, I couldn't do it because like budget and also I had no idea I was wearing random clothes. So I was excited and I started um, listening to the playlist track after we first opened because um, the designer had made a track about it and it's so great. Like I love the music. It does get a quite a bit annoying sometimes at the end of the night but each night we go in and we're dancing and we're getting warmed up and it's so much fun but I didn't really have to do much studying because I feel like my sophomore self really jumped out and was really excited honestly I I'm gonna miss this role so much um if I got placed back there again I would not be upset but I think next year I would I'm looking at streets and I'm thinking that I want to make my way out there um with possibly some character ideas. I would love to see what C CS becomes and uh, what that's going to look like. So I would love to be involved in that. Um, or even opening a new maze would be really cool again. Um, but personally, I would love to make my way out to streets and possibly in CS, whatever that is, or even Carnival. I feel like I would have a lot of fun over there. Oh, man. I mean, I think it's just to see where CS is going to go next season. I mean, we don't even know theming yet i mean the hollow was such a great uh overlay for the last couple of years now to see it kind of leave finally it's going to be a little bit of a heartbreak but 
I'm excited to see what new uh, zone comes in that area. To see Pumpkin Eater and Dark Ride leave is going to be very sad, but to see what replaces them is even more exciting. Um, and then to see where you end up uh, in the future as far as uh, opening another uh, historical maze, hopefully, or coming down in the streets and, and, and playing on the streets and see how that, that goes. Because I, I could see, I mean, I've seen what you can do on, on both settings, so I know wherever you end up is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be a good time, and uh, we're all here for it. We are all here for it. I think the idea is to uh, hopefully get you – I want to see what you would be like playing with clowns, though. I think you'd be great in Carnival, to be honest with you. I think you can you can take that adrenaline and that, that hype level up to a 15 and, and roll with it every single night. I, I feel it. Oh, yeah. That's where I spent most of my time in at Dark Air Castle. Oh, there it goes again. That's kind of There scary. it is. <laughs> that's where I spent most of my time at Castle Dark. I was able to roam the whole park, but I always was in the clown zone. I just had so much fun over there. Yeah, I mean, and then just to take it to a whole new level at, at Not Scary Farm, I mean, I think your dad would be very proud. And uh, oh. that's that's cool. Has he come out to see you this season? I'm pretty sure he has, right? Has he come down to see you this season? So, unfortunately, <laughs> um I had family come through. He came through, um, but he went in one minute after we switched with our cast. So he didn't see me. He's going to try to make it through again, but he's very proud. My mom's very proud. I got to see my mom at least, but, um, yeah, he missed it by one minute, unfortunately. By one minute? Yeah. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to your maze manager. He's a good friend of mine. We'll make sure he doesn't miss it this time. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he doesn't. We'll, we'll pray. <laughs> That's that's cool though. Your family came out to support you. That's awesome. I mean, that's really that must be that must that must mean the world to you when you when you are doing your thing and all of a sudden you're surprised by what you see standing right there and for that because they have to stand there for a little bit to watch you do your thing and, and that must be like kind of a break character for like a really split second and then get back into it moment. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's sometimes it's kind of scary because I can't really see with the lights right there. Um, right. A lot of people came through. I was like, I didn't see you. The lights are so bright that I can't really see everybody. So, but I saw my mom standing there with her camera out, taking her little pictures. And I was like, I was like, oh, and then I was like back to reading the book. <laughs> oh man, that's been, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I, like I said, I love Grimoire. One of my all time favorite mazes now. I mean, and, and, and they continue to impress me every single year. Now it's very far. Uh, what they do out there is, is phenomenal. And, and whatnot. Now, before your season started, did you get the opportunity to go check out any other SoCal haunts out, out here this year? And if so, where'd you go uh, check out? Um, I went to Universal. I believe it was the second night. It was the night that it was just absolutely pouring. But um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't know how I'd feel about the weekend maze, but that was my favorite one by far. I don't know. I thought that was super cool and unique. But I only got to go to... Um, I only got to go to Universal. Um, I did get to go. My dad does have a haunt this year over at Dos Lagos, so I did get to go check it out. I didn't get to run it all the way through because it was before the opening, but I got to go and look at it, and it was really awesome. So those were the only two that I really got to check out this season. Oh, man. I mean, you went to Universal on a good year, too. Universal was very, very well done this year. I was even surprised by the weekend alone. I was the biggest hater of that maze, and it surprised me. It was so, great. I'm surprised too. I know. I was very surprised of how it was. Um, now, Universal was a great time this year. I, like I said, all the haunts across the board that we've been to thus far have really been like on a whole other level, and it's just been exciting to see what 
what Haunt brings to the table and stuff and, and, and whatnot and, and to see like the new ones open up like Shacktoberfest. I was very much blown away by that. I really was. Like I didn't see it, but I've heard good things about it. It was it was insane of how good it was. Like, but then I and then I knew the talent manager for that, and I was like, no wonder why this is good because I know this talent manager and she's gonna do good things. Talking to you, Hunter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's been a great season, and I'm I'm very thankful for everyone that we've gotten to meet, that we that we know, that we've gotten to see Scare, and just overall, just making this one a memorable one. It's been a lot of fun. It's it feels good to get back in the seat to do another podcast. And it feels good to be doing what we do best in the month of November, which is Character Appreciation Month. You being the lucky number one on the first day of November uh, to kick off Character Appreciation Month. Um, and I am very happy to be back. I'm happy that we got to finally get you on the show. Um, it was something that I, I've been wanting to do since last season when I saw you at Castle Dark. And now we get to do it this season with Castle Dark, with Knots, and all the other experiences you've gone through uh, in the past uh, to pave your 10-year haunt career now. Uh, and I can't wait to see what happens in the future with you. I mean, as far as where you end up next, um, we're hoping to get you on the Carnival to see you uh, cause chaos out there with, with a lot of the other uh, mischievous clowns that we love. Um, and we can't wait to see what happens next. I mean, it's always good to, to flip the, the next chapter to see where you end up, where you're going to be, and how you make the most of it. Because it seems like with the small portion of, of, a, of a major role that you've got in Grimoire, you made the most of it, and you've made it yours. And I think that you set the tone and, and, the, and the style as to how this character should be played in the future. So congratulations. You're even, even, you're even on the merchandise. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Looks just like me, so might as well be. Hey, right? Just hook her up with the free shirt. Now, what are we doing? <laughs> Get us some free Grimoire merch. That would be nice. It would be nice. Well, Michaela, I want to thank you so much for, for kicking off Character Appreciation Month, for doing what you do and, and continuing the uh, work and continuing the motto, We Scare Because We Care. I yes, mean, thank you so much. Yes, we, we loved you and Grimoire. Uh, as of this recording, you have still one more weekend uh, of Scary Farm, uh, which is the big weekend, Halloween weekend. So be safe out there. Have a great time and make the most out of this final weekend. In your role of Grimoire, because you, like I said, you set the tone for that character, and now you gotta, you gotta finish it with a bang. Uh, you guys done great all season, and uh, we're we're so happy to be doing these podcasts to honor all characters across the board. Whether you work at Knots, whether you work at Universal, wherever you work in the world, this is this month is a dedication to all of you out there for all the hard work and effort that you guys put into bringing these haunts to life, as well as all the people behind the scenes who who will work. Uh, endlessly to bring these haunts to life as well. This month is all for you. So we appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, we got a big, big month ahead of uh, ahead of us for Character Appreciation Month. Lots of great guests, lots of returning guests, lots of new guests. Uh, Michaela being our first guest um, and our first guest for Character Appreciation Month. I mean, whoa. I'm so I'm so like unspoken of words, and I just don't even know what to say because I'm that excited. So, um, Michaela, for those who want to follow you, follow your haunt career or anything, do you have any social media they can come uh, look you up on? Yeah, of course. You could follow me at spooky gigamore. Um, it would be S P zero zero K Y and then period and then gigamore, which is G I G A M O R E. 
like spooky dog giggle more. That's that's funny. That's really <laughs> funny. That's awesome. Well, uh, Michaela, thank you so much uh, for your time. Uh, we really appreciate you getting to know you a little bit more. We we appreciate the world uh, now gets to know you a little bit more, and and hopefully look out for you next haunt season because uh, I feel big things are coming your way. So let's see what happens and see where it goes. Right. Yep. Thank you so much. It was a blast. It was it was a big blast. So for all those who got to experience Not Scary Farm, uh, Grimoire, now uh, a new maze over at Not Scary Farm for the 2022 season, and we'll probably be here for a good amount of time. But if you got if you got the pleasure to see Michaela scare in the opening scaremony or the opening scene for that maze, you are were in luck. She was one of the one of the. There was two of you, right? Because you guys had two casts for that as well. Uh, yes, there was two of us. There was two of you. So if you got lucky to see either of them or any of that cast in that maze, or just go through that maze in general uh, for the first year, you were in some big time luck, and it was such a good one, and we can't wait to see it again next year. But with all that being said, I'm your host, Anthony. You're watching the Knights of Horror Scare Actor Appreciation Month right here on the Mindless Horror Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all of our socials, Twitter at Knights of Horror, Instagram at the Knights of Horror, TikTok at the Knights of Horror, and we'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode of Scare Actor Appreciation Month. See you guys. Well, we can't even say see you in the fog anymore because the season is pretty much over. See you guys in Krampus's lair. I don't know. That's coming up, right? <laughs>